0: and it's like WCW you're watching a first grade play versus WWF as a Broadway production. Oh, here comes Psycho Sid! Probably longing for a franchise. I like spilling the seed. The only time I've ever seen cameras in a sauna is when I've, when I've been scoping something on P-Hub. Yeah, a thousand pounds of sex is sloppy. Where the fuck did they get a car door? A uh, thousand pounds of sloppy sex. Like over your next Blah! What kind of fucking like eh, horseshit indie wrestling company is this? And the ball guy doesn't give a shit. Don't you fucking put the Dungeon of Doom anywhere near this fucking thing. The Dungeon of Doom had value. This match had zero value. <laughs> you just saw two kicks to the ding-dings at a classic large plow after a double rope thrust to the mules right in front of you you saw him get power bombed into the dumpster and you say i don't think so i fucking hate everything about this the only thing that i like about this fucking match is that jeff Jarrett's oh now we're gonna have a tag team match that's right that's how you use a popcorn maker you turn it against them these pops are like weapons these pops are like weapons oh. Kick him, Kick him in the dick again! 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 I need my guitar and I need my slap said headband. Come on, Harris boys! <laughs> in association with the Shining Wizards Network,
1: Gorilla Brain Wrestling Podcast presents... The Hero of Duke and Rogue. I'm your host, Duke Bags. Handsome, Kevin Rogue. That's debatable.
0: Fuck you. I'm fucking, right. I'm I'm handsome.
1: You're not a bad looking man. I'll give that to you. Thanks, babe. Well, today we're going to be covering WCW Starrcade 2000. This is the final Starcade as the company goes out of business a few months after this took place. This son of a bitch is coming at you. December 17th, 2000. Where do you suppose you were December 17th, 2000?
0: Oh, boy. If I had to
1: guess, probably doing drugs in a basement
0: somewhere, I <laughs> guess. It's a safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> doing drugs or having a having a drink in some basement, trying to avoid life.
1: <laughs> Man, so the tagline on this guy is unedited, unpredictable, unreal. They're getting pretty lazy because I'm pretty sure that's the same tagline as fall brawl. Do you remember hearing this before? Yeah, I think well, that and it's it's eerily
0: reminiscent of Monday Night Raw's uncooked, unfiltered, uncut or whatever the fuck it was.
1: Right. No. Oh, They're right. just throwing some adjectives at the at the wall, you know, seeing what will stick. I guess. Yeah. So there's about twice as many people at this show as the last one, so that's good.
0: Well, it's fucking Starcade,
1: man. It's the last Starcade too.
0: Well, they didn't know it at the time, I don't think. (laughs) Maybe if if they knew it was going to be the last arcade ever, they they could have maybe filled the house, maybe brought Harley back.
1: Yeah, it was still about half full. It was a bigger house. Right. They had more asses in the seats. Uh, Last month was the least attended show that they ever put on. So so. it's only looking up from here, I guess. Sure. So I got to make a quick note here. This is the last show of the year 2000.
0: The year 2000.
1: A year in which WCW lost $62 million.
0: <laughs> that's got to be a real
1: that's not, that's not like you or me, like, I can't
0: find my wallet. That is $62 million just fucking gone, man. Yikers. Yeah.
1: What a mess. Well, since our last show, Alex Wright's been tagging up with Ron Harris for some reason. You like that?
0: i think that it was probably a ron harris idea i mean alex wright is so good he's probably like you know what don take the night off i got alex
1: you can't blame him
0: nah man he's alex wright is great in everything he does ron has been
1: tied to don you know has, has he been tied to him before give it give the guy a little autonomy man they've been the blue brothers the doa the powers that be ron and the the harris boys whatever they are at this show.
0: Were they the powers that be, or were they creative control?
1: Oh, I think they were creative control. Yeah. Like, Roosie was the powers that be. That was right before right. we started this season when they were doing that shit.
0: Yeah, it was crap.
1: All right, elsewhere, just a couple quick things. Scotty Stein has been defending his belt against all comers, including the Minger. Got a much-deserved title shot. Probably his first title shot, I would think, for the World Championship. I would guess so, yeah. And Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray actually lost a. If you lose, you got a retire, match, so.
0: So he's back in the booth. Or...
1: So <laughs> I'm guessing that's the only place he's welcome. Right. So this one is a tie with Greed for the least bought pay per view in company history. Greed will be the oh, final okay. show. Yeah. So this is a fitting end to the year 2000. We get an action-packed intro. We got Psychic Sid making his return. Steiner tells him to get on his hands and knees and kiss the champion's ass. Kiss his ass. So they got a lot of pyro to start this thing. I put. They could have probably gone without that. That's kind of throwing money in the in the bin.
0: Well, you know, and this is going to tie into some bullshit that I've said before in previous episodes. They they do a shitload of pyro, right? They got all this extra stuff. And what do they got? They got the same exact fucking set that they've had all year, that they have for Monday night, that they have for Thursday night. And this is their big show. This is Starcade. If if there's ever a time to give me an actual set, it's now. And what do they give me? The same exact bullshit. Like, and this is how bad it looks, man. The, they're, the way that they walk out, they peel a curtain back It's like a set somebody built out of, like, their bed. Like, they pulled the sheet down a little bit more on one side of the bed, and they're like, oh, here comes Psycho Sid!
1: Yeah!
0: (laughs) It's such a bad fucking set. I hate it, man. I hate it.
1: You figure you're already 62 mil in the hole. Right, so why don't we
0: burn another quarter
1: mil on pyro? (laughs) Right. Or a decent set is what I was getting at because, you know, at least we got a bunch of pyro, so there's that. The crash boom and the bang. So we see an envelope hanging above the ring. And inside that envelope is a shot for the cruiserweight title. Oh, I was gonna ask you. Is that yeah, all you had great. to say about the set? I well, I mean I hate it. Do uh, you want me to go like here, what else you got? Uh the new the Starcade logo with the backwards R is not. not oh bad. No,
0: man. So this is the this is one of the toughest things for me about this show is that the history of Starcade and it's got, it's like their only event that has a great long-standing history. This is right? the 18th. Right. It's the only one that made it 18. I think like a uh, bash at the beach, I think got eight. Uh, what would be another like Halloween Havoc? I think was around nine, 10, maybe something like that. So like, it's the only one that they've had for the entirety of the company. And it has history. I mean, from, from, harley race and flair right like this has history and then they slap this new because at the time i'm sure it was probably the cool thing put a backwards letter on it make it cool make it edgy it doesn't make it edgy it makes it fucking stupid
1: corn with the backwards r was a big act at this time so maybe they were trying Mm. to be hip right
0: yeah that that's yeah no i'm not in for it that's not Starcade, man that's not Starcade. corn is not Starcade. You know what, Starcade? Tom Petty, Tom Petty, Starcade. <laughs> Give,
1: some... Give
0: me some Kios. Give Kios is Starcade.
1: Kios. Right. I think the Kios de- demons out of the picture at this point. Right. That's true. Well, they start this one off a little bit different. I like them for trying something different, but it wasn't. They got Chavo at the booth. Bad, bad booth guy. He, he... He was, uh, he probably didn't do a dry run, right? It seemed like he was just, this is the first time he's ever done this. (laughs) What was that?
0: He said he probably didn't do a dry run. It seemed like he was, and I said soaked. Right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I got a couple of notes as we go on with this match. But Chavo, like I said, I like the idea. You know, if you got a guy who can talk out there, it adds something.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It, It can. It can, and you know, what? it's not an easy job. Like, it's not not anybody can just walk in and sit down in the booth and and pull it off. It's not. It's not simple. But he was he was uh, glaringly bad at it.
1: I'm guessing he's not a misfit in action anymore. Nah, he's out. He's just Chavo Guerrero, man. Just Chavo. So this one's featuring the three teams that have been feuding. We got three count the Young Dragons. And your man, E.K. and uh, Jamie Noble.
0: <laughs> without the honeys.
1: He didn't bring any honeys to the ring. He plays quarterback once in
0: this Playing quarterback. Club. I play some quarterback. North Cackalacky. Got the honeys here in my draw strap. Well, the I don't know what with the honeys. <laughs> <laughs> there was one honey at ringside,
1: though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lay a meow. meow. Meow.
0: Meow. And if there was really any honey in WCW at this time to try and get uh, hanging off your jock strap playing quarterback North Kakalaki, that would be
1: meow. Do you know your man's taking a shot?
0: Well, he's taking a shot, but he's going to get shut down. That's not a good pickup line. Never you blind. can't be like, hey, hey. Are you one of the honeys? You want to hang out with me playing quarterback? North Cadillac? Jockstrap? Cadillac?
1: I think he's going with the total package, right? He's always showing off those, like, you know, polished-up abs he's got. Uh, He's got ab polish, yeah. You know, he's got the, you know, he invests some money into his hair, right? Why, because it's in fucking dreads? I'm saying maybe he's trying to compensate, you know, with not having the best pickup material, right?
0: Oh, it's the pickup material. I thought you were saying he's got a small... uh... He's got a small under center. Small uh,
1: Cadillac. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hudson's back in the booth. You like Hudson better than Stevie. Yes. Yeah. I mean, neither
0: one of them add an awful lot, but I think that Hudson's a better balance with fucking Madden than Stevie Ray was.
1: Yeah, he's not great, but a little bit of an upgrade. We're we're really compromising what we what is acceptable watching this year. <laughs> you're right. You know, you know. what I'm saying.
0: You're really right. It's so like it's like when you it's one of those things where it's like you go into the fridge and you pull out something and it's like on the expiration date. You're like, oh, it's still probably pretty good. But at this point, like WCW is like seven months past the expiration date. And you're like. Uh, we'll, we'll give it a try. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I got to ask you here. So we got, it's essentially a, essentially a money in the bank match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, a, I guess in a certain sense, and it's,
1: so it's six guys going for a prize that can only be attained using a ladder yet. It starts out as a traditional tag match. Yeah. What do you think of that action? Um,
0: so I, it's dumb. Um, I wrote down horrible match concept, dumb match concept. If you're going to do that, like, why would you have all these teams together to get one contract for not a tag team? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't add up. It doesn't, it's not, it's not pleasurable.
1: It's not a, it's not a tag team match really, but it kind of is. It's weird. It's strange. Right. But they
0: only enforce the rules here and there as far as the, like it being a tag team match. It's super shitty. And there's no
1: way you're climbing the ladder. Right?
0: No, you, you can't imagine. Not if it's a tag match, because at any given time the guy goes up. What are you going to do?
1: So that you was then you
0: push the son bitch down.
1: That was very questionable. I, the only sense I could make out of it was maybe they were, instead of just having chaos all the time, maybe they were, having a little bit of showcase, spot action, you know, for singles moves and whatnot at the beginning. That's all I, can yeah, put, I You know, but yeah, it, it doesn't but, make any sense at all though, having this be a tag match when right. when the object of the match is to get an envelope that's hanging from the, the ceiling. For a singles championship. Yeah, it
0: doesn't make any sense. And like the early in the match that I mean Kaz had an early botch uh, with Shannon. He had a pair of them, yeah. Yeah. And Ka- Kaz's actually pretty decent, so that was that was kind of surprising. Uh, and then there was uh they started chanting boring and it wasn't, wasn't long after they started chanting boring that all of a sudden it's not like no more tag rules are enforced. Right. And all of a sudden it's not a tag anymore. Now it's just a fucking massive Texas tornado situation. Uh, There was a couple of like, there was a couple of pretty decent spots. Like it was, it was, it was here and there, but it was, it was also one of those things where it's kind of hard to digest. And especially when they, implement the rules and then don't implement the rules so the match breaks down into into chaos like it was th- there was some good spots in it but it was overall it was pretty rough
1: and these guys they got the right idea these guys are all very good yeah yeah so they're starting it off with the bang there are some creative spots what do you think of that I mean do we want to just jump to where they built the damn scaffold yeah <laughs> That was great because they throw. Uh, I don't. I
0: can't remember. I think it might have been Kaz, but they uh, they double team tossed Kaz into it, and then the scaffold that they built almost fell over. That was fucking great. <laughs> I got a giant kick out of that. I've never uh, seen
1: that before or since. Actually, uh, have you ever, have you seen a structure made out of ladders like that? That was. Uh, I thought that was pretty creative.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's been done
1: since. I don't know if it had been done prior,
0: to be honest with you, but I know it's been done since um there was oh right before they built the scaffold they had a gut buster counter or yeah yeah so somebody went for the cross body and they countered it by dropping them into a gut buster which i thought was that was i mean that's a pretty sweet counter for a cross body you don't really see it too frequently um there was a power slam off the ladder, a famouser from Moore, yep. neckbreaker from Helms. Like they were really hitting on a lot of a lot of cylinders here. Meow got in the ring and she cut off Noble. Yeah, there was there was just a lot. There was just a lot. Uh and then they pushed uh Evan off. And Tony Yells, he hit the turnbuckle twice. He hit the turnbuckle! He hit the turnbuckle! No he didn't. He wasn't even near it. The turnbuckle's not in the middle of the ropes. Like, he dropped just hung himself out to dry on the ropes. I mean, which leads to obviously, you know, the Moore and Helms (laughs) jointly grabbing the contract.
1: Yeah, we could spend another 10, 15 minutes on this match, but it's not necessary because it's a lot of the same, you know, synchronized flying man spot city. Yeah. But at the end, right, so two count – more and helms they grab the thing together and then take a dual bump off of the scaffold structure yeah. super weird
0: it was but they both got the contract you know what it kind of was it was kind of like a unity like a like a
1: unity ceremony at a wedding <laughs>
0: they're both gonna have it at the same time
1: <laughs> so we have two winners which is confusing I don't think that's legal, and Chavo is correct to suggest you seek legal counsel regarding this. I think they've done the deal with two guys holding the belt, though, right? With Johnny and Vito.
0: Yeah, they've done that. This is kind of recycled goods, I suppose.
1: I do like the match, though. It was full of excitement. I'm, uh, I'm going to give this one a thumbs up.
0: Oh, you're you're giving up uh, thumb ratings now to matches. Uh, for the impo- implying the like having the rules be there and then not having the rules be there and the amount that you had to digest, I mean, it was it was a fun watch, but it wasn't like necessarily the easiest watch.
1: And we don't need to see these three teams against each other in this kind of a match every time. No,
0: no. What you should do is you start cutting up the teams and rebuild your cruiserweight division. Yeah,
1: they're just standard yeah. tag match. You yeah. know. I don't know. But, yeah, it's lots of excitement, which they succeeded, but I'm kind of sick of seeing these six guys in the same type of spot fest, so we'll see if they give us something different next time. Unlikely. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, don't you think – so
0: if you got these three teams, you're going to – none of these three teams are going to go in there and and – come out with a victory over chronic or come out with a victory over ddp and nash or the perfect event right they haven't been positioned that way but they're still making them be three teams and they're still making them you know have these tag team matches i really think that the best route they could have taken was to start splitting up the teams and build their cruiserweight division back to what it was
1: they do debut it's not for a couple months yet i believe but they right near the end of the company they debut the cruiserweight tag titles which would have been good at this time, right? Right, yeah. So, yeah, all right, man. Next up, taking her up a notch, we get your guy in the back, and he's really talking down to hacksaw. I don't like that bullying. You think it's bullying? He's telling him about much he's just setting them he's straight. Telling him how much of a piece of garbage he is and how he's nothing without Team Canada.
0: Well, I mean. What was he doing before Team Canada?
1: He was a television champion. He was a fucking janitor.
0: Not to disparage any janitors out there, but I mean that's not—he wasn't positioned very well, was he?
1: I suppose he had a little bit with the with your guys. The what are they called? The varsity club. Remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember that. That was nice.
1: But this is this is probably his best gig. Though, even though it's Hacksaw as a Canadian was. Right. And they never did. Oh, Canada! I thought it was pretty funny, though. Hacksaw's sitting there looking devastated. He's, like, polishing his two-by-four. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sanding it or whatever he's doing. Then we go to the restricted area. Back there in the restricted area. We get Double J and Mike Sanders. And they agree, after going back and forth, to have a bunkhouse match and a street fight match in one match.
0: Right, because they're so different.
1: What's the difference? No difference. Nevertheless, we're having them both later on. (laughs) The first ever. (laughs) In the name of having a long name for a match. (laughs) We're going to have the first ever bunkhouse brawl
0: animal, filthy animal street fight.
1: Fuck off. So Sanders and his boys are going to be taking on the filthies later. And then I want to get your take on this. You get chronic in the sauna.
0: <laughs> Just having a steam. Right? <laughs> Just taking a steam. So a couple things jumps to my mind. Uh, one the only time I've ever seen cameras in a sauna is when I've, when I've been scoping something on P-Hub, right? <laughs> it's the only time I've ever seen a camera allowed inside of a sauna. Right. So do you think this is pre or post uh, P-Hub material that the, that the camera was in there? It's tough to say. It is tough to say. I just can't, like... They're taking a steam together, and that's—I mean—I suppose I've—I've never—I've never sat around with a, I guess that's not—I don't know—is it common? I don't know. I don't know if it's common to sit around like you and I, right? We've never—we've never sat in a sauna together. Right? We've never
1: taken a steam. No, I think I think buddies take steams so though. I think the fact that we don't have a sauna between us has okay. to do with that. If you had a sauna in your so- house, I probably would have taken a soak by now, or steam, or whatever we're doing
0: i mean i'll soak you but uh <laughs> put the
1: hose away cowboy <laughs>
0: right. so i mean i'm just trying to figure out like is this is why does it have to be in the sauna i guess
1: i guess <laughs> like, this is where they hang out
0: they hang out in the sauna taking a steam and whose idea was it like hey i know you guys could be like anywhere in the arena <laughs> do we suppose the saunas in the arena i can't
1: imagine these are tough guys
0: right and they're like they could be anywhere doing anything. Oh, you got ap you got apa drinking beer, smoking cigars, and beating skulls in. Meanwhile, Chronic is taking a steam.
1: I made a note here. Yeah, good. Okay, good. after Adam Bomb picks up his phone, takes an order for somebody who wants to buy now and pay later, which goes against their policy, but Crush says this is a special job, so they'll make an exception. Maybe okay. the door opened to some intrigue later.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, if a fucking bomb stood up and say, I got a special job for you and drops a towel?
1: <laughs> <laughs> get a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Val type of, type of tune. Oh, but here it is. Crush closes this riveting segment by saying, I'm so baked. <laughs> That's probably why they're in the sauna. They went that whole way, right? Just for the one Just for line. the one weed reference, I think.
0: Valley. When your name is chronic, I don't think you got to go. You don't got to go that far for the one weed reference.
1: There it is, man.
0: All right. Now, if it was Liam Meow and Tori Wilson in the sauna, okay. All right? Right. Go as far as you need to go. I'm all right with it. But when it's Bomb and uh, Crusher, it just, it's, you know.
1: I'm thinking it was probably already. Post.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So they already, yeah, they already, okay. they already <laughs>
1: took care of the first <laughs> p- piece of business.
0: Right. Right. Now they're just going to steam off the uh, evidence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we get landstorm, accompanied by Elix Kipper and Major Guns taking on Ernest Miller. With Miss Jones, get the Canadian national anthem. Out comes Team Canada. We see some clips from Nitro, and the Cat defeated Lance. Man, your guy has kind of fallen here. He had three titles, now he lost them all, and he's getting defeated by the Cat. Yeah, it what's make going sense. on here?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure who is uh, who's the guy that's doing all this, but they're 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 not doing it well.
1: Storm gets on the mic for his usual bit. He demands our undivided attention. It's a simple bit, but it always gets great heat, right? Yeah. And then he talks about how the U.S. sucks, citing that they couldn't decide a president. We're around the presidential election time here, and I don't think there was a president at this time, actually. So, I mean, timely reference, whatever.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: Talks about how Canada's got their shit more together, you know. Once they have an election, they declare a winner. So he's got a point, right? <laughs> that is a good point. The yeah. most guy with the most votes wins, right? That's the way it should be. Yeah. Not, not here. We got the electoral college because we're special. <laughs> so you got any? You got anything on uh, storms? Storms, mic work here? Or...
0: No, it was it was enjoyable. I think pre-match the only thing that i i really loved was when cat says to hit his music and it's delayed <laughs> <laughs> you know the spot is coming you got to be ready he says hit the music hit the fucking music he says hit my music and he gets ready to dance and it's delayed <laughs> golly
1: i do kind of like how cat gets on the mic and before each match, he'll storm out there doing his dancing thing and then he gets on the mic and just says, I'm gonna kick your ass. That's all, all he right. says. He like it. Again, maybe this is me just like scraping the bottom of the barrel what I think is good. Yeah, it is. But so he does that, he says he's representing the USA, gets a cheap pop. And he says he wants him to take fat ass Mark Madden with him back to Canada. Uh, sure.
0: I guess. I mean, that's just assuming that everybody hates Mark Madden, which is a fair assumption.
1: You can tell that Dug- Duggan's torn on the outside of the ring.
0: Yeah. He's, he is. Uh,
1: I mean, there's a USA chant going.
0: Well, Duggan doesn't come out for a while into the match. I mean, there's a ton of stuff that happens before Duggan comes out. There is. Yeah, man, you get you get a pop up Jenny kick, which is pretty sweet. Uh, uh, Miss Jones, she fucking kicks the ref. Oh yeah, that was sweet. And actually, uh, Major Guns does throw a pretty nice drop kick, which was not you know all in all not bad. Uh, and then Hack comes out, and he's he's torn. Right, he's torn. Doesn't know what he's going to do. He's not sure. And he finally gets in the ring, and he puts down the two before. Right. He's not going to hit him with the two before. Puts down the two Puts before. Down. And then he then he wallops the cat that turns into a uh uh leaf. Yeah. A leaf. Leaf for the victory. And then Team Canada turns on Hack, right? Poor Hack. And then the cat then the cat saves him. But the the hacks like not ready to dance. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> Hack just kind
1: of cries and walks away. He puts on one of his red shoes and he doesn't dance. Yeah. And that's it. So one note I have about this Ernest Miller not wearing shoes that puts you at a disadvantage. Yeah. Why would I agree. you not fight in shoes or barefoot? Oh boy.
0: Okay, but a lot of uh UFC guys, they don't wear shoes.
1: And they're pretty good, good, good fighters. Going.
0: Yeah. So maybe there's something to it.
1: This one's getting a thumbs down,
0: man. <laughs> this was oh, you're still doing you're still doing your thumb rating? Man. This one to me was uh I mean it wasn't quite a goobwa, but uh, it wasn't far off. I mean Lance look man Lance makes everything look good. Everything that he does looks that is good. That's true. This that is true. If there was anything to save from this match, it was Lance.
1: He hits all his moves, they look great, just uh I don't know, the, the conflicted Duggan, and then he helps Team Canada win and then gets his ass kicked anyways. Right. I mean. That part was probably pretty a
0: agoubois.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike Awesome is seen driving an ambulance up to the re- arena. You think he could just rent one of those? An ambulance? Who's that? Or ah. do you think Mike Awesome is a medic or he just took it? Why is he driving an ambulance?
0: Uh, You know, I doubt he's a medic. He could have just took it, but you would think there'd be some of those, you know, 1970s cop cars behind him trying to get it back. So that's probably not a... I don't know. Maybe it's a... Maybe it's like a party favor rental. Okay. Right. Right. Maybe there's like a... Like... Nah, that wouldn't make sense. Who's going to rent an ambulance? (laughs) Just... That doesn't make sense either.
1: I am not sure on this one. He looks pretty pissed. It's good to see that he's upright at this month's event. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you remember last time he was the uh, he was the guy who hit it a little too hard at the party, passed out in the Maybe pack. that's it. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe he finally woke up and there was an ambulance in his driveway. He doesn't even know how he got it. He's like I'm driving this to the pay-per-view.
1: <laughs> we have a special interview with Buff Daddy. I didn't see this coming. So Buff Daddy is replacing our gal, Pam. And he's interviewing the filthy animals. I'd rather see Pam... Yeah. Me too, me too. The animals, though, they're looking sharp. He asks Conan if he's clear on the bunkhouse street fight rules. Conan talks about shoving a guitar up, old, up uh little Double J's ass. That's all.
0: Yeah, what, what, what was the line? You could shove a guitar up his ass? So that way maybe he can carry a note something or like something
1: that. like that? And he did his old LA, yeah. Re, Reba La Raza. Yeah.
0: But we didn't get to the snow. No. So that's a
1: big miss. That's been part of his shtick for a while, though. I sent right. you a clip from, you know, a previous pay-per-view that I checked out because I couldn't handle this year anymore. <laughs> and he right. said that's, with that's enough at the end of his spot. That's so enough. It's, it's a keeper. I'm not sure why you omitted it this time. It was a miss.
0: You got, you, you got a fair amount of guitars, oh, yeah. yeah? You ever shoved one up your ass? Never. Okay. You would think that'd be kind of tough.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, either yeah. way, right? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it even is if long you go head it is first, it's... Right. Well, I mean, you're not going to go body first. Come on, now. <laughs> that's, that's just insane. man. Right,
1: that
0: that's what I'm painful. saying. You'd have to get, like... You could probably get a piece in if you had, like, a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Or flying <laughs> bee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, a flying you V. The... You could shove. Yeah, you can get a little bit of the uh,
1: the flying V into the V, but
0: <laughs> or the B. It's up to you.
1: <laughs> well, then we see Reno and Vito in the back with Marie. Thrillers are following them in the back, and Tony says something about Reno turning his back on the faction. Oh, don't turn your back. Next up. We got the hardcore legend Terry Funk taking on another one of your guys. Crowbar making his return. Love we Crowbar. haven't seen him since he, he made a hell of a flying man spot. Oh, we saw him last time. Was though. he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the other 70s guy. Okay. Right. Sorry. My bad. Right. He's accompanied by Daphne.
0: Now, Daphne wasn't there last time. I don't, I think, don't think so either. And I, man, I generally like Daphne. And this, this, I didn't like this spot. Like before the match, she, she's talking to him, and she really, like a super thick, almost cartoonish type accent. It was, it was pretty, almost like, uh, I don't know if you remember, like, the, the Batman cartoon when Harley Quinn spoke in that. It was, like, just a very comical accent.
1: It wasn't doing much for me. She. Fits the bill for Harley Quinn, though.
0: She does. Yeah, Yeah,
1: Same, time. Same shtick. So Crowbar's in the back with Daphne. And then Funk blindsides him with the fire extinguisher. And then Rams is heading to the semi-trailer several times as Daphne screams. Just right out the gate here. So Terry, the former commish, has been gone for a while. It's good to see him back. I mean, it's pretty sloppy, but... Anybody can put uh, on a hardcore match. It's Terry Funk, so here we are. Uh, sloppy is kind of a style. Can sloppy be a style? Hardcore and sloppy is kind of synonymous, I think.
0: Yeah, I think your uh, like your your actual style, like your attire for a while, would would be called sloppy.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: You know, I I do remember you know old uh, old Dookie two belts and. Uh... And I do remember you wearing uh, <laughs> thermal socks with flip-flops <laughs> and shorts. So, yeah, that's a kind of a – I guess sloppy could be a style.
1: Right. I mean, if we're talking professional wrestling, right, um, DDP, mm-hmm. kind of sloppy, but it works. Early DDP, yeah. 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 And I guess Goldberg, a little sloppy, but to a fault because he hurts guys. Well – yeah, not on purpose. Sloppy. Thousand pounds of sex. They were sloppy. Yeah, a thousand pounds of sex was pretty
0: sloppy. <laughs> it doesn't like a little. Doesn't like sloppy. uh thousand
1: pounds of sloppy sex. I don't know, man. Well, crowbar after getting his ass kicked for a while, man, he takes a hip toss from the trailer on through a table, just getting the business. But he lands the great equalizer, the Nard's plow
0: right before I'm gonna rewind just a second because before he does that while they're in the trailer he like pulls the roof of the trailer down and that was a spot I did not see coming at all and then he was doing like Irish he was doing this was actually oh, before yeah, the the yeah. That, the Irish whips back and forth the trailer? the trailer that was yeah yeah that was very funny but them the pulling like the roof piece down it kind of startled me I didn't I didn't see it coming at all so well done Pretty by the creative
1: them. old man for sure
0: yeah the funker. Oh, and then they got that goddamn car door. Where the fuck did they get a car door? It's, it's just, so uh, you you remember the the the, the parking lot hardcore invitational? So the yeah, gimmick that they yep. did that year that was years prior to this. You think that's just a leftover car door from that that they've been carrying around in the truck for <laughs> this many years? They're like, oh, I'm using this for sure. Where, why the fuck is there just a random car door hanging around?
1: It is a random car door that's just conveniently placed on the ground and mm-hmm. comes into play in this one. I mean, it could have been from that backlight brawl. Who knows? You don't. You yeah, don't keep a been. car door around, though. That's not a useful appliance unless it's on the car right that it serves its purpose on the car but daphne's just wailing in the background this whole time
0: what about the, the they worked over to the door spot with funk crowbar slammed funks uh, head in the door there when they almost made it back to the the staging area was, uh, that looks that looks bunker
1: in good. handcuffs yet do we get to that spot No, man, not yet. Yeah, Funker gets his head smashed in the door. This is a pretty good hardcore match, actually.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, if I was a hardcore match guy, yeah, it's probably not bad.
1: And then we get the handcuffs, but the Funker has something else in mind. He returns the favor and ramps Crowbar's head into the door. (laughs) And then he uses the cuffs on Crowbar, who takes a few of them unprotected chair shots. And Vegas ton. More. What a crazy bastard.
0: Yeah, it was it was a little it was a little tough to watch that many unprotected chair shots. I mean
1: Crowbar's flopping his ass off and just I mean taking loads of punishment here. Funk goes for a table, and they appear to have a they've made their way back to the ringside area at this point. They appear to have a healthy supply of tables under the ring, so that's good.
0: Yeah, i are going to need that.
1: And then Daphne comes in to save the day. And Funker goes after her. But Crowbar. <laughs> the old handcuff crow stopped him. <laughs> it's his first offense in in a while. He does a Cobra clutch type of hold with the handcuffs. That's a good spot. Could have been the end. But no. Crowbar then ends up flying and splashing Funk through the table. Only a two. That could have been the end as well.
0: Yeah, that was that was pretty impressive to pull that mat, that move off in handcuffs. I thought it was well done.
1: I did as well. Funker attempts another comeback and eventually pile drives Crowbar onto that door. That car door, which has made its way from the, the back to, to the front to...
0: Got to take it with you.
1: Yeah. and he gets the victory. You never know where you're gonna find. You never
0: know where you're gonna find a car that needs a door. But when you do, you're ready.
1: <laughs> At least they get scrap. it, get a few bucks for it. You know. Yeah, probably. So, fifty-six-year-old Terry Funk is the new hardcore champion. Good for you. He He's sent to the back with Gene and Lance Storm. Gene's pissed, and he wants some answers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: This fucking segment, man. So it it's 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 a nothing segment except for they gave guns a line, and she fucked her line up. It was like almost like she was oh, she over rehearsed it, and then when she went to pull the trigger on her line, she fucked it up, which was kind of funny. And then she started like, I think the line was, "Don't blame," was it, "Don't blame Canada, blame yourself" or something like that. Something like that. And she, and she was like, blame your, don't, don't blame Canada, blame yourself. And I was like, oh, you fucked that. And then, and then Gene with the line of the night. It was so, I love this Gene. This Gene is, this Gene is like the savior of he these just shows. He goes for it. Every time, man. And he's a married man. Don't matter to old Gene, man. He's taking his shot wherever he can. Any court that's around, he's taking a shot.
1: And what's that line?
0: Uh, he, uh, he, What is it? She says, if you want to hang around, you can apply your flag to another pole.
1: No, he says they're walking away. Gene tells Major Guns that she can come climb his pole later.
0: Oh, I could have swore it was something about applying a flag to another what kind of it? pole. Okay, I right, think maybe so. I just, man, like,
1: paraphrased it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He says something about uh, flying her flag I mean, on another yeah. pole or a different pole or yeah, something we don't, like that. We don't want you getting at. He, yeah, yeah, he wants to. He wants to fuck her, but the, <laughs> like, the, um, the look on his face when he says these lines is so good. God, he's a professional. Even when like he's being unprofessional, he's so fucking
1: professional. So Luger is in the back unpacking his luggage. Real <laughs> riveting stuff here.
0: So this is this is so far, this is the only time I've enjoyed Lex's work in this run of episodes. <laughs> because he is <laughs> he's unpacking all of his stuff. <laughs> like like he's staying at a buddy's house for the night. He's like, oh, yep, I got my wrestling trunks. I got my knee pads. I got my... <laughs> he's going through everything. He's like, I, yep, got the... Uh, uh, I got my undies. Got my... like, He's absolutely everything. He's checking it off the list. And he, he finally gets to the knucks. He's got his knucks. And then he gets into the mirror. He's like, Goldberg, you're next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Riveting stuff there.
0: Yeah. Real
1: riveting. All right, we got Big Vito and Reno, accompanied by Marie, taking on Chronic. The family gets out there first. And there's a mysterious benefactor paying Chronic. Mystery and intrigue. A little. I mean, a little bit, I guess. So crush gets out. Not as not as
0: intriguing as taking a steam together. Oh, but.
1: Yeah. So, crush. Gets on the mic and tells us they're all about their breaking necks and cash checks, and they want payment in full. Understand that, little sister. Ooh, swerve. swerve. Yep. So they're getting uh, they're getting paid by a benefactor to wrestle a tag team match, <laughs> 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 right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> isn't that their, isn't that Some their fuck job? It. <laughs> Some fucking mercenaries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of holes in this one. Um, I mean, we get some chops from Clark, get some woos from the crowd. Vito <laughs> makes a comeback. I always like seeing Vito with his kung fu moves. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> rad, man. Vito's not bad. Crowd's kind of dead for this one. Crush nails that full Nelson slam, and then Chronic hits a combo shoulder block.
0: Yeah, the, the crowd was pretty much flat for the right. entirety of this.
1: So nobody's nobody's hooking a leg here. There should be some kind of stakes I got here, but you know, there's mystery and intrigue to come, so
0: Yeah. Well crush walks over and he starts talking to Marie about the right. money. And how he wants the money. She says, you know, I don't know what you're talking about about the money. Meanwhile, a fucking bomb uses a chair. No 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 DQ. So they're 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 blurring those those damn DQ lines again.
1: And then then who walks out? We got the natural born thrillers. Yeah, the old MBGs. in down the entryway as the announcer speculates what's going on. Vito, having had his ass kicked pretty bad, needs to make a tag. Before he does, he nails a double penis punch to Chronic. It's beautiful. <laughs>
0: Well, double a double Pinot punch, punch huh? Not bad.
1: But then he pays for it with a double boot to the face. And then uh, <laughs> Vito and... <laughs> is that a fair trade? Double...
0: Would you, like, like, say, you know, say you could get Chronic together in today, right? They'd be like, all right, guys, here it is. You get to double Pinot punch them, but they then get to double boot you in the
1: face. I think you should be answering this, man. That's your hold. Oof. Yeah, would yeah. I? Yes,
0: <laughs> I would. I would actually. I would trade. I would say, let me punch Crush in the dick twice, <laughs> and you guys could double boot me.
1: So after after they exchange double maneuvers, we get a double body splash, and Vito, Vito and Adam Bomb get laid out. So, Reno gets in there, and then has the roll of the dice on Vito. Goes for a pin, which is weird. They're on the same team. And they <laughs> count it. <laughs> How fucking stupid can you get? They're on the same team.
0: Yeah, oh No, God. it's very bad. And they force him to count. Like, they force the referee Who to count. Who wins the match?
1: Pin. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Did Penzer get on the mic and say, you know, we got a winner here? Or...
0: I don't recall if he did or not. That Like, that part was was fucked. But then even furthermore, Vito goes out of the ring, grabs the money, and throws it to Kronik. Oh, fucking Reno did the job. Why are you paying these two guys? Unnecessary.
1: Yeah, that was something else, man. Yeah. Well... I mean, chronic. they just continue to give veto of the business as Marie watches in horror. What a Pearl Harbor job. (laughs) It's sent back to – I'm always happy to see Gene. You know, he he is a beacon in this tunnel of despair. So he's back there with three count or two count. They both have a title shot because they want it together, even though Helms is the one holding the contract.
0: Yeah, but the match was whoever retrieves it. Two people retrieved it, so I don't think that, you know, possession right now matters as
1: much. Dean Wonders how they're going to redeem the title, which is fair. Just then Chavo appears and attacks the boy band with his belt.
0: Oh, before that though. He says,
1: "This this fucking
0: pissed me off." Chavo's like, "I heard you guys, heard you guys won the match, got the contract." You heard, you were on, you were in the fucking commentary booth watching it. I heard you get like it's almost like like oh man, room. I heard this rumor, guys, that uh, you guys won the. No, you didn't hear it. You fucking watched it. Stop.
1: He's not good on the mic. If you if you'll recall our last season, though, you remember how bad Eddie was on the mic at first. He yeah. eventually got it.
0: Eddie did, yeah. I don't think Chavo. Ch, ch, Who's to pat on the mic now, numbnuts? I don't think Chavo ever got it.
1: Uh, he calls the cruiserweight title the working man's belt. As Jean calls for security, and we get the second appearance by Buffy Bags. He's in the back with the Mia, asking if it's the beginning of the end of the Misfits. We can only uh, hope. Humor, uh, Hugh Direction, whatever he is, he is insufferable. Yeah. It's Yeah,
0: this serious reactions shit is fucking horrible. I
1: much preferred him to go. <laughs> that was way right, better for right. me. He goes yelling at the franchise and he's not a stepping stone. Chavo's
0: It keeps on saying that it's not about Chavo.
1: Okay. Right. Chavo is not shown in the group, so there's speculation that the group is breaking up. Good riddance to the group, really. Yeah, I could go away with them. Next up, in that ambulance match, we got Mike Awesome, Bam Bam Bigelow. So the ambulance has the siren going the whole time. No, it doesn't. The lights are going. The siren's not. The going siren's the going. Time.
0: Is it really? Did I block that
1: out? Have, or maybe it's just at the end. I'm not sure.
0: Wait a second, though. You don't live in the best part of town, maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe right, right. Just Sirens okay.
1: going. <laughs> right. I, I live in sort of a bad neighborhood in St. Paul, Minnesota. So we get a we get a right. lot of sirens. Yeah. Just to clarify, lying down the road. So that could have <laughs> been it. Right. So... Bigelow's looking sharper than last time. I'll give that to him. You think so? Is it because he's wearing a
0: button-up? That part threw me last off. Last
1: time, but it's a weird, it's weird gear. Uh, yeah. Mike shows up in the ambulance and he takes strips He out seventies <laughs> pants and shirt, which is a weird spot. Yeah. So awesome starts this thing off with a big clothesline over the top rope. They battle the outside. This is the this this
0: is another one of those telling things about the company. So when they're on the outside and they get they work over to the timekeeper's area, because the timekeeper doesn't even have like an official timekeeper's table. <laughs> you see what the bell was sitting on? No. A fucking milk crate. <laughs> one of those old fucking plastic milk oh, crates. Man. The 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 timekeeper's area, it's not even it's a steel chair. <laughs> And the bell is sitting on a milk crate. <laughs> oh, what kind of fucking like horse shit indie wrestling company is this that they can't even have a timekeeper? They can't even have the bell and a timekeeper table. They have a steel chair
1: and a it's milk another crate. Sign of the times, you're right. Chair shots are really yeah. cheap on this show. Bam gets mm-hmm. control. Rams awesome into the post. And awesome, awesome, after doing that ring bell spot, after he retrieved from that that milk carton, what was it, crate? Yeah, the, yeah, those pla- the, the yeah, old plastic milk about, crates. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. And then we got a bunch of chair shots. And then Bam makes a comeback, and he delivers some chair shots. So many chair shots, man. Awesome a blocks chair of chair a chair shot, they battle towards the Ambulance.
0: As I was going to say, chair shot might be so they can save some money. The tables? Yeah, you can reuse a chair. It's way worse for your talent, they but you can reuse a chair.
1: A healthy amount of tables under the ring, though. They're trying they to do, conserve, you think?
0: But I'm just saying, like, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That makes sense. So they're battling towards that ambulance. What? It, how do you win this match?
0: Yeah, you know you got to throw your you got to throw your opponent the ambulance. It's pretty simple. Shut her up. Yeah, Bam punched through the yeah. window of the ambulance, and that goes was, for the haymaker.
1: Was...
0: Goldberg misses straight through the yeah. window. Goldberg missed some time doing that same thing. You think Bam was just doing it because he knew Goldberg was there? He's like, "That's how you do it." <laughs> I need pussy. A <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so they battle back to the ring. I don't understand that. If you're at the ambulance, why don't you try to finish the job, you know? Like Michael, that. Awesome get some momentum yeah. going. I mean, I'm okay with that. I like watching Mike Awesome do his thing. So, well, not in this case, because what appears to be a botch when he throws Bigelow towards the stairs. You catch that? Weird-looking no.
0: spot. Okay. Yeah, I must have missed that one.
1: He doesn't land on him. But he does go and set up another table. It's like he was throwing them towards the stairs. Is
0: it the table that when he pulled it out, it, you could kind of tell that already broke when he took it out?
1: Yeah, there was that. Yeah. I got. I got. You better believe somebody's going through that thing. So my gosh Gossam gets Texas. a running start. You can see this from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> My gossip gets a running start, and to nobody's surprise, he gets back dropped through the table.
0: Well, it's so fucking dumb because, like, like if you're in a fight, right? Like, let's, let's just say you're not even fight. Let's say you're in a war, right. right? And you're you're right there, and you have the upper hand. You're gonna go run twenty yards away. and <laughs> Charge! That's not what you do, man. You stay on top. What's the
1: running he start? He really likes his running you? starts.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah he is kind of See what he's fan. doing His
1: flying man he over the top? Because you need a running start. Yeah, you right? need that. You need the momentum. Yep, yep. But, yeah, I mean, he pulls out better than Ahmed Johnson, that's for sure.
0: Well, I mean, he's not really lying.
1: <laughs> so, what do we get What do we get next year?
0: Well, they battle back up to the ambulance and then fucking, was it uh, Bam Bam starts ripping the, uh, like the lighting rig off the oh, top yeah. of the ambulance.
1: It came off pretty easy.
0: And then he, yeah, he climbed like he's standing on top of it and then Awesome grabs the 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 lighting rig that Bam took off of it. Hits him one time in the chest, and he falls through the top of the ambulance. Like, the top of the ambulance is made of Styrofoam, man. Do you see how easily he just went poof right through it? i seen it. They didn't show the top of the ambulance afterwards.
1: Right before that, when they were battling on the ambulance, for the exaggerated mm-hmm. call of the night, Tony says, if he falls off of the ambulance, he will kill himself. Oh, Jesus. Come on, Tony. How tall is an ambulance? That's a tall guy, eight
0: nine feet maybe. Ten. I mean, if you
1: land straight on your head, it's possible, right? No. No. (laughs) You don't think that would kill you?
0: No, man. Nah, man. You're in the right place, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course.
1: Well, I thought uh, you know.
0: I thought it'd be, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it'd be a better call if Tony said, if he falls off that ambulance, he's going to need an ambulance. <laughs> if
1: he falls off that ambulance, he's in luck That's a better call.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> this might be a little too
1: creative for Shivani. So, I guess, um, I guess Awesome wins this one. Good for him. I, I wish they would have given the title to Awesome. Just give him a little run. Why not? You know? Really, he's he's uh, known to be kind really? of a jerk, though.
0: That might be why,
1: yeah. He was kind he of a shooting star, but he was very good and for a big man.
0: Well, yeah, but he had he was more of a New Japan, maybe not New Japan, but he was a Japanese guy. He liked his Japan right,
1: tours.
0: Right. So, he, you know, he came over to the States, and when he came over to the States and got the platform of ECW, really took off. And then he kind of dicked ECW over and took the money in right. WCW, and then. You know, he, again, shooting star situation. He made, like, two appearances in the Federation, and they were like, yeah, this guy's an mm. asshole. I'm done with him. That's too bad. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, he was not long for this world, so.
1: You are correct. Yeah, the Japanese style, yeah. very exciting. You know, grappling, suplexes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. mm um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think he probably would have had a better, like, he maybe would have had a better run, I think, I mean, no, attitude. Dick, From what I understand, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I never met the guy, but that's just the, the shit that I've heard and the shit that I've read, that he was kind of a dick, and, and maybe that's why the Federation didn't really want anything to do with him. Uh, possibly, I don't know. Uh, but I do know that he kind of fucked right. ECW And, you stuff. know,
1: I've heard both sides of that case where, you know, he's he's getting offered money meanwhile heyman isn't paying guys you know so but it is what it is it, you know it happened it was it was a little bit of a mess there but that was that led to the what was it uh guy signed by the federation beat a guy signed by the wcw for the ecw title uh, yep. that was uh yep first, last and only time for everything i guess so well we get rection Taking on the juggler for that U.S. title.
0: Uh, right before that, though, we get Gene and the Thrillers. and The only reason why I want to bring this up is because they give Plum a spot oh, yeah, on the I mic. right over that. Let's let give that a quick. Uh... And 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 Plum doesn't really. Plum kind of tries to cut into his promo, and then he just looks at uh, Meat and he's like, "Tell him how
1: I feel." <laughs> I was like, we
0: can t- why don't you, you – they're your feelings. You express them. Yeah, Chucky them, called numbnuts. them
1: goofs and dirtbags before he handed it off to meat, and this is like the first time I've ever seen meat on the mic. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yeah, it
0: wasn't – I mean, they didn't need it. It wasn't necessary.
1: Wraps up the interview with Gene saying, if Mike Sanders – I'm going to slap the crap out of him one of these days. I love <laughs> that passive-aggressive – gene (laughs) he's always talking smack when they're walking away (laughs) you know what are you gonna do you gonna kick gene's ass come on he's a treasure right yeah you shouldn't so that u.s title on the line what do you think of this franchise robe
0: i you know i'm okay with it i generally like when the robe just says the stuff on the back of it that's more my style but it's got just the word franchise all the way down one side of it and it kinda of looked all right.
1: So he gets on the mic, says that even these low IQ morons notice that something's missing from his side. Where is Tori? He says that Hugh's responsible for her missing. I'm not what did Hugh do? Did he kidnap her? Did he uh what what happened? Boy. I don't know. That's a good point, though, because I mean, the
0: guns was kind of taken from him, and guns was his number one gal. So he's probably looking right. for a new gal, and you know, probably, probably longing for a franchise.
1: So she's in the uh, protection program, I guess. Which is a bummer. It's always good to see Tori, but yeah. Franculer says he's taking that title away. Rexy comes out with the heavyweight title. Does he remind you, of Mick Foley, at all? Hugh? Not at all. No. He no, reminds it, you of it, Mick Foley. Big How? fella, bouncing all over the place. Okay. Okay. You know, does that clothesline thing over the top rope? That's probably why I, I was like, oh shit, Mick Foley. Yeah. But that's then the I, connection he I like, made. Looked at the guy and I'm like, oh shit, gotcha. he's got the same build and he, I don't know. I, you don't see it though. Yeah.
0: No, I mean it. In ring, completely different animals. Uh, psychology by Mick is fucking head and shoulders above Mike's. Both
1: got multiple head and personalities, above.
0: right? Okay, well, there's that. Yeah. Now I do like if if Mick brought Hugh in as Hugh Morris as like a like a tag situation, like a tag situation. Yeah, I don't know if I go Hugh Morris with it. I don't. I it's really better than Hugh. Hugh Rection, yeah.
1: Or maybe a Scotty Flash Norton Steiner. They remind you of him at all? Yeah,
0: yeah, I could see that. That would have been a decent tag team.
1: Yeah, we're missing him this season. There hasn't really been too many contenders for that Steiner. I don't think any, actually, this season. Anyways, these guys battle back and forth and end up on the outside. They battle onto the announce table. I don't think they go through it, do they? Okay. That's- they do not. They
0: go back, and uh, Hugh goes to get in the ring, and this is a great, this is probably maybe the only great spot of this, which sucks because I, I really like Franchise, but when Hugh goes to get in the ring, Franchise grabs the second rope, pulls it up, yeah. right, right to the jennies, and then he does it twice. And then after that, he gets to the ring. He kicks him a couple times. Get, uh, <laughs> he gets... Uh, two kicks to the two kicks to the ding ding and a classic <laughs> nards
1: blower and that lead the cycle there it's
0: now it's fucking great but this is the part that's disheartening or like maybe not disheartening but disappointing about it if you look into the crowd at this point there is a guy probably about hard cam level opposite hard cam and you can see him And he's not looking, he's not watching the match. The bald guy with glasses, his arms are crossed, and he's just looking down and to the left of him. And the ring is right fucking in front of him. You just saw two kicks to the ding dings at a classic Narge plow after a double rope thrust to the Buels. And the bald guy doesn't give a shit. He's showing no emotion. It's almost like he's sleeping. He's just looking away, arms crossed. Just go home. Just go. I think maybe it was one of those things where he's like, Oh man, I was at, I was at Harley and Rick. I got to get there for this stargate. <laughs> and he shows up and he, he gets all this bullshit in front of him. He's like, I don't like this.
1: <laughs> this is not my stargate. a distraction for you, that guy?
0: It was a big time distraction, man. Big time. You, well, it's like one of those things where like, it's hard for other people around him to get into the show when you like, you've been to shows like that before where the guy next to you just fucking maybe right. like shows no emotion. It's just completely silent staring. Like it's hard to be the guy next to him going, Oh, ho, ho, ho! kick him in the dick again. 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 Kick him in the dick again! <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess started a new chance. Uh, <laughs> keeper. Thanks, babe. So, yeah, I'll keep it. Uh, so it's hard to be that. So it's, it's kind of taken down the entire, like, area that that guy's in. Now, so That, that was that a was, hell of he a series,
1: though. We got to give him – I mean, you're right for giving him props for that. I mean, what, right, three yeah. different kinds of plow right in succession. Come on.
0: Yeah, but Hugh knows something.
1: And any bear hugs him.
0: That was the uh, – Right, that was the other thing about it. He no sells it. You the think of these
1: and... series of bear hugs? Yeah,
0: <laughs> you think he was? As I say, you think he was horny? Got all that action I was like, come here? I'm gonna hug you. Huge
1: direction <laughs> bear hug. I don't like a huge yeah, direction bear hug, do. man. I don't. Uh, I'm not for it. I mean, there is a lot of bear hug in this match. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, just jump to the fucking Hugh misses the moon salt. <laughs> No franchisler gets the chain and misses. Yeah. Chavo comes
1: running out. It's not about Chavo. Remember, really it's not bad about Chavo. Job of sneaking out. Not about Chavo. Sneaking down to the ring. You can tell he's trying yeah. to be stealthy. He's just not good at that part of the wrestling. He's fine yeah. in the ring, but like as far as yeah. trying to actually right. like sell the story, you know, he just looked good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I laughed. So I mean, thanks for that, Chavo.
0: Yeah, and then he gets the chain. And he gives it to Franch. Right. Distracts the referee, gives it to Franch. And then Franch turns around and then the bell rings before contact is made. Makes sense of this. With the punch. Um we're calling it TQ now. Well, we're calling a DQ now, but we're not only we're, we're not only calling DQ. We're calling the DQ before the chain shot happens. The bell rings before he hits him with the chain. It's bad. Hugh wins via DQ, and then I mean, there's some some ass beating after that. It's just every sucks, match man. so far, there's sucks. been a a plethora
1: of a plethora. okay. So this is just a straight U.S. title match. They should have clarified that this is like, because everything before this is kind of a car crash with weapons everywhere, right? You just assume that's kind of the tone of the show, and then we get a disqualification out of nowhere. Right. Ah, Charles Robinson. So, I guess (laughs) Hugh is still the ER. champion?
0: Yeah. Hugh wins via DQ.
1: Maybe these questions will be answered tomorrow, as we're told that to Chavo, Chavo will have to defend his cruiserweight title against both of two count. So I'm Ooh. thinking that's probably the big turn right. there, right? He gave the Dugler the, the maybe it uh, is the chain. That was weird. It's Starcade, right? right. <laughs> Let's get a damn. <laughs> no, you're right, man. <sighs> you're right. Get a damn winner. Come on, All right? Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, it you would more be nice. Gene sent to the back. Scott Steiner and the freak. So he and Sid are confined to their locker rooms. And Scott tells us that the key word tonight is beat.
0: <laughs>
1: and he tells us that the man with the largest arms <laughs> of the world is gonna beat Sid. And he's gonna go back to the hotel room. And his free freaks are gonna beat him. And he's going for the big (laughs) O. He was kind of on a roll in this promo. This, yeah.
0: So, uh, it's not, like, he's not an easy promo to listen to. And having it be the word of the day was kind of funny. (laughs) Word of the day is beat. Dude, first thing I'm going to beat, first thing I'm going to, like, I just wanted to say it. I wanted him just to say, I'm going to beat Goldberg. (laughs) That's all I wanted him to say because I wanted to have that joke. Uh, And then. This is the second beat. It's back at the hotel room. <laughs> My freak's gonna beat me. I'm going like the way he says it too, as he's walking away. He goes, "I'm going straight, straight for the big O." <laughs>
1: walking away. It <laughs> like, was all right.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. You got me there. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm with man. you.
1: And then. Sha. Sha. We, sha Sha We get a Glacier sha. promo He's back
0: A really good one too Blood runs colder Glacier Sha Kiai Sha Ninja kick
1: Thrust kick Spin kick Glacier kick This was a sha. Very well produced promo
0: Yeah man Glacier's not fucking around this time either though.
1: All right. Okay. When Kane debuted. He wrestled with the mm-hmm, red mm-hmm. light. Not a huge yes. fan. When, uh, what's his Neither name? Mystico, right? Light. S- Sin Cara. Oh, Sin right? Glacier also had a weird kind of yep, light yep. thing during his matches. What do you think of that? To begin with, yeah, to begin with, he did.
0: Uh, it was okay. Uh, I wasn't like... I don't like when they do that. I'm not a giant fan. Don't fuck with the lights. Just let me see a wrestling match. But if they would have kept, like, the lasers going and stuff like that, like, while the match... Like, if you're going to do it, just really, really fucking do it. And kept on going with, like, the... Because you remember There's like... It was almost, yeah, like, glitter falling from the sky. It's
1: kind of foggy, a,
0: smoke-like. Yeah, a like... Bit. Yeah, key, like, just just completely completely buy into it, keep the lasers going, keep everything going, and then by the time it's over, you don't know what you just saw, but you want to see more because it's Glacier.
1: I'm a little intrigued, yeah. man. We might we might see Glacier. We I'm glad you are. Three more pay-per-views after this one. God, I hope he shows up. we only
0: got three left, so I'm, I, I, you don't know how don't. big my boner
1: is going to be. You have to measure it.
0: I'll measure it with a couple He's of little. He's at the sluggers. back again
1: with Buff Daddy. He's interviewing the Buff insiders. Daddy. So Nash takes Buff's hat. He calls the thrillers yeah, some jack-offs. EDP calls them the natural-born <laughs> monkeys and says, We ain't over like fine wine. We keep getting better. You want to come get it? Come get it. And then... Uh, Big sex calls Buff, Buff Masterson, probably making a reference.
0: To yeah, that, that was thing, weird, too. Know. He's like, like, yeah,
1: it didn't seem like Buff was
0: uh, fully coached in his role because he just turns and like, is there anything you want to add to that? And Kevin Nash is like, what, do you got to kill time? And Buff's like, yeah, let's kill time. <laughs> he's like, you, you look like Buff Masterson, and he walks
1: away. I got this vibe last time with the Insiders and the time before that they're just phoning it in backstage.
0: Yeah, could be. Not DDP as much though. Not DDP. I think DDP is always he seems there. Like that He's kind always of guy. taking
1: care of business. Yeah. Mark Madden says that if the show ended right now, it would be regarded as one of the greatest StarCades ever.
0: Not but even that close. Was an actual
1: Mark. quote. Yes. But next. Well, this is going to be fun. This is a fucking disaster. Um... <laughs> It's a fucking shit <laughs> Don't, show. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I, I fucking hate
0: everything about this. The only thing that I like about this fucking match is that Jeff Jarrett's in it. Outside of that, every single fucking yeah, aspect of it is man, trash. So we're going to
1: talk about it. Double J comes out, gets on the cool. mic, calls them DC slap asses, says he's the chosen one with all the stroke. What do you think of that headband on Double J? Would you wear one? I kind of want one. A slap outside, <laughs> man. I would wear it. It's so sharp. Yeah. yeah,
0: I would wear a slap outside. Yeah, it is. There's, a, there's definitely a, an amount well, the of. The chosen
1: charm one to explains it. to us how this is going to be the first time ever that we had a bunkhouse brawl street fight. And
0: Jeff Jarrett's fucking soaked, head to toe. He's he wearing a goddamn steam. T-shirt, and it looked like he. Well, good point. He might have been taking a steam. I thought he, it looked like he just fucking <laughs> fell in a pool before he came out like that's how wet he is it's not like you know sometimes wrestlers will spray a little water on them right before they go out there wet their hair a little bit Jeff Jarrett looks like he just jumped into the deep end got back out and he's like now I'm ready to wrestle Man, let's go <laughs> I need my guitar and I need my slap nuts headband come
1: on Harris boys, <laughs> and the Harris boys come on out there there's all sorts of shit everywhere there's a bar bar stools oh man like the so that's the other, machine.
0: they show the <laughs> they show all the shit in and around the ring and i mean if i could use the, the fucking pool reverence again if there's that much shit in a pool you don't get in the pool <laughs> if there's that much shit in the ring don't get in the fucking who sets a goddamn bar up they had a bar set up at a popcorn maker Oh man, the match hadn't even started
1: yet, and I was already pissed off. Well, the animals come out. We got the Cone Zone Kidman and Ray, accompanied by Tigress. Right out, right out the gate, I like oh, this. God, this Tigris. cracked me up. Right out the gate, Ray gets a trash can thrown at him. <laughs> right, he catches it and then throws he gets it back. With, but, uh, the children yeah. one sign. Tigress joins the announced booth. Fucking Tigress, right? She was in the announce booth last time. Shh. It
0: wasn't good. It's, I would rather, I would rather hear Chavo. All right. I would rather hear Chavo in the announce booth. She says, these props are like weapons. These props are like weapons. No fucking shit. That's what they're supposed to be. They're weapons. Yeah. She, you don't know how to use those. Like the uh, animals No, You are like Boppy knows how to use them because these props are like weapons.
1: Yeah, she says they're used to being out on the streets, the Cholos.
0: We used to being out on the streets, so these pops are like weapons. With
1: flying trash can, sounds like a champ. Madden's wondering how in the world someone wins this match. I've got some pinfall, right? Told yeah, that would be He's the, the idea. Yeah, pinfall, yeah, I think so.
0: Right? They fucking throw, who is it? I think it's one of the Harris's gets uh, their head shoved in the fucking popcorn machine, popcorn holding gimmick. And Tigress goes, that's right. That's how you use a popcorn maker. You turn it against them. You turn a popcorn maker against them. That's how you use
1: it. I'm not even going to try and make sense of that. Could have. Pretty good.
0: And I'm just, I'm just gonna keep on fast forwarding so, this match because I fucking uh, hate it was so this
1: pop much. Spot before or after the series of Bronco Busters? I
0: believe it was before. I could be wrong though, man. I was just, I was blacked out in rage.
1: Well, we get two Bronco Busters on Double J, and then they go for a third one. You don't go for three. Double J connects with a Nard's Plow. Feet. To the balls, yeah. No, a, I mean, yeah,
0: it's a yeah. So yeah, I'm,
1: not I'm gonna really hit an some an of these nard spot. spots because there there are plenty. I'm happy to see those spots come and make it a comeback okay, after it, you know relative weak showing the past few shows.
0: Can I tell you why it's bad, bad though? Because you just got done having
1: a fucking nut shot oh, parade. Oversaturation in the last match. of the nuts.
0: Okay. Oversaturation of the nuts. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, Double J—he's—he's he's one of the one of the great Nards plow artists, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. One of the Harris boys breaks up a three pound, three count, and then there's carnage everywhere. Tigers keeps barking. Um, I mean, Ray climbs up, <laughs> Ray climbs up top with a wrong way sign, does a leg drop on one of the Harris boys we get some flying men and then Ray gets power bombed into the dumpster you like that oh. so I actually didn't mind that spot it looked pretty cool
0: visually what ruined it for me was Tigress because she goes they throw him into the and I think Shivani goes oh they just threw your man into the dumpster she goes I don't think so what do you mean you don't fucking think so <laughs> It's right in front of you. You saw him get power bombed into the dumpster, and you say, "I don't think so." That's how you use popcorn maker. You tune it against him. These these props is like weapons. Fuck you, Tigress.
1: Fuck you. Can we do a moment of silence for He's her? She's still no? around, but I'll I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Damn it.
0: Yeah. All right. And then you know what happens after the goddamn, yes. after the goddamn dumpster spot, have- guess what we're happens? happens? Yo, now we're gonna have a tag team match! Now we're gonna have rules! Hey. Now, after all this shit. Beautiful. And they fucking, like, they they, they broke the bar, they used a popcorn maker, they, they fucking powerbombed a guy into a dumpster, and now the referee's like, oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> you guys better start tagging. I, I don't st- I don't stand for this shit anymore. In a bunkhouse brawl, filthy animal street fight, halfway through. Now you motherfuckers better start tagging. Fuck this match, man. Fuck everything about it. I I So I know we still got some episodes to go and we've watched some really 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 bad shit, but this is the worst I match in keep the fucking in mind, year.
1: We have some Hall of Famers in this match. It should be good you know you got ray you yeah. got cones on you got the chosen one yeah you know i'm yeah. guessing eventually they'll yeah. run out of guys to put in and put the the blue brothers in the hall of fame you know
0: maybe i don't know they might see this match and say nope <laughs> they might take his hof well, card away from him for this
1: guy yeah, is about to be inducted and by the time this airs, he will have been inducted to the Hall of Fame. Ray Mysterio emerges from the dumpster with a broom. He does a big broom spot. Ooh. I mean, goes for a clean sweep on the Harris Brothers. We got Jarrett laid out on the table. Ray goes for some sort of aerial assault and gets caught up in an H bomb on the table. Through the table, yeah. I was there's, really hoping There's a that was little bit it. left. You get Kidman back in there. He hits some moves. Goes up for the seven-year itch. He gets an empty liquor bottle busted over his head. Double J lands the stroke, and this thing is over. It's a fucking mess, man.
0: Yeah, that was my that was my that was my end. Like the end of my notes for this match was H <laughs> bomb. Now they're back to no tags. Right now they're back to no tags. We don't give a shit about tags anymore. And then, and then the bot And then I just, I just wrote down, please end. Just please fucking end the match. And luckily, the stroke <laughs> you ends did, it. You it didn't was get a kick out bad. of the being it. was a so fucking bad. bad for
1: like two minutes. I thought it was kind of hilarious. It was terrible. Like,
0: <laughs> like what are you? It was what horrible, are you doing? man. It was so bad. So that's one of those things where like th- things are so bad all you can do is laugh at him no, That's the only yeah, thing. that
1: I would have That it
0: is, it is that bad. No. No, man. No, 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 no. Don't you fucking put the Dungeon of Doom anywhere near this fucking thing. The Dungeon of Doom had value. This match had zero value. All right, fine.
1: Well, we get the guy with the voice talking about next month's CN pay-per-view. WCW, We're gonna see on with chaos, chaos. He says you cannot imagine what will happen until you order WCW, The only thing you can yeah, trust is self. that someone will get betrayed <laughs> and someone will be a hero. That's what he says. Somebody will see it We get sent to the C-on. back with Buff and some fucking guy I'd never seen before. <laughs> What's your favorite see <laughs> Uh, I, got a, I got a soft spot for, uh, you know, soft spot, soft spot for most of the sins, actually, but the lost ranks are pretty hot yeah. up there. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I like
0: spilling the seed. I'm going to spill the seed at sea on.
1: is this the first time we've seen Sarge?
0: In this run of episodes, yeah. We saw him uh, in the last run of episodes – uh, he was, uh, was a him. Leprechaun. He's a former Dungeon of Doom guy. Yeah. Okay. He is. He was also in State, Pat- uh, State Patrol. Or I believe Oregon. he was in State Patrol. I could be wrong. No, he wasn't in Men in Work. That was, uh, I think that was Mark Starr and Canyon. Yeah. I- I'm going to look it up, though, right now, because uh, I'm going to need to know so this talking about
1: you know, having the upro- utmost respect for this guy because he's the trainer at the power plant. They call him by his real name, What's his too, name? Like really Billy sucks. Bob Johnson or something like that? Yeah, Billy
0: Bob Johnson. Oh, okay. It is
1: Dwayne Bruce. Tony says we've come a long way from flair and Harley race in the cage. He's right. Sadly. Uh, He was in State Patrol. We
0: are the State Patrol. (laughs) We are are the State
1: Patrol. I'm the Leprechaun. that Goldberg's first streak was put to an end two years ago at Starcade, And if he loses this match, he's, he's done. That's it for Goldberg. But next, a tag team championship match. Do you think this will be contested under... Tag team rules. Alright. Well, I got the inside yeah, taking on the perfect event. These guys have been having quite the feud since uh, you know Dougler was talking a big sexy about about the, the thrillers. Right? You you think he was playing like a father yeah. figure to yeah. the thrillers? Well, I think this like a cool uncle, maybe. Boy,
0: it's hard to say. Yeah, well, maybe the cool uncle, the fun uncle, if you will. But you don't, uh, like, you remember Nash was telling, you know, Franchisler all the good shit about him. Right. But now it's, you know, that's long so,
1: past. from the looks of this match, this is a very lopsided affair. Yeah, big sex, DDP. They got, like, you know, probably five world championships between them. On the other side, we got fucking Meat and the Plumber. Right. But Madden really likes right. these yep. guys. Think the he thinks, you know, they're the white Harlem Heat, so let's play ball. Right. It was nice to see Rick out there before the match. I wish we would have saw
0: more of him throughout the night. That might have helped the event a little bit. Uh, but he just comes out and he's like, if you take one step, you don't take one step. And I kept on laughing because he kept on saying one step. Don't take one step. <laughs> Remember when Savio oh, yeah. was like, oh, I stand here. What? Really I don't, stand, don't stand here. <laughs> I was like, right. He's like, oh, one step. One
1: step. So before, before we move on here with the show, I'm sure you picked up on this, but the first match and this match and the last two matches are all rematches from last month. So they are just recycling shit at this point. Yeah. But I had too enjoyed seeing Ric Flair. Um at this point I say this show's been better than the last one so far, so I guess you know that's up for debate because he really hated that last match, so
0: wait a second. After that after that Bullshit, Mayhem was match, pretty bad, this... man. Oh
1: boy. I'll get to that Mayhem later. We'll cut bad. to the chase here with very some bad. action.
0: Uh, the first, the only, the, the first thing that's worth, worth mentioning in this match is when DDP right meets in the corner. DDP runs at him, slides out of the ring, grabs both the feet, pulls him down, and he pulls. His, he, he smashes oh, the yeah.
1: meatballs yep. right in the ring post. Great spot.
0: And then, and then later on. <laughs> GDP does the classic falling head first into the meatballs. So he's got an appetite. Page
1: also has a nice like rock bottom looking slam.
0: Yeah, but Tony calls it a a fucking choke slam. He really wants
1: that diamond cutter, but the plumbers make sure that doesn't happen as he connects with a boot to the face. Plumber's looking a little better. We get a Sanders sucks chant. Yeah, yeah. Perfect event to a Decent job of cutting the ring in half, so good on them. I mean, I guess that's how you beat a couple of guys you're outmatched against is, you know, smart tag team wrestling. Nash really gets the shit kicked out of him, but yeah. he makes his standard comeback. Hits the boots, the side suplexes. He's got one of the best boots, got to say. Nash this time now. Mike Sanders nails DDP on the outside and Nash gets double teamed and hit with the belt. So what happened to the decree? Oh well, he's not in the ring. All okay. right. He didn't
0: say anything about that the staging area.
1: He just Meanwhile, said, DDP is the diamond no. cutter to meet on the outside. We get some more thrillers out there. Oh, here he goes for a splash, gets clothesline to the ball bag. Very nice. Or it was the top rope to the ball bag. It's knocked off of there, right. Yeah. Should <laughs> right, clarify. Right, right, Close right. line to the ball yeah, bag. Yeah. That'd be that'd be interesting. Yeah, sideways type of deal. I how you pull that one off, yeah. We get another big boot from the big sex, yeah. and he loses the straps. Sets up for that jackknife. We get a one, two, three. New tag team champions, the insiders. And Kevin Nash gets on the stick. What do you think of that action?
0: I don't remember what he said.
1: He says, Hey, yo, we got him again. Oh. And DDP flips the bird to the thrillers. And, I mean, that's it for that one, man. Two more matches left. You get a package for the next match. Luger's petitioning. For uh, Goldberg to get thrown out because last month he speared Mickey J. And the Sarge Train Goldberg. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: He pays for it with an ass kicking from the package. Uh, this match happens, and the first
0: thing Looks right like away. Luger his hair. not interested at all. I have z- <laughs> not much, though. Not much. Something he cares a little bit. Combed it a little bit. He. He half-assed it. Wow, Lex Luger half-assed it. Shocker.
1: So Dougie Dillinger pounds on Goldie's door. We've Bill and the gang coming out. He's got 30 wins in this streak. Only 140 more to go. Get a world title shot. Goldberg attacks Luger while Buffer's still announcing him. Buffer does his let's bring him out again.
0: Yeah, let's bring him the out. They get one
1: redded rumble per show. Yeah, that's so all you know, get. I mean, Goldberg he goes goes for the spear. Luger pulled the ref in front of him, so he doesn't deliver it. You suppose if?
0: Well, wait, you can't. You, wait a second here. You jump pretty pretty far ahead because I do want to mention Sergeant oh, Buff okay. come out. And Buff is, like, telling Sarge, don't do it. Don't get involved. Don't come out. Don't be part of it. Don't do it. This is not good. No, this is no good. And then they get to that the spot where you're talking about with Goldberg. And fucking Lexter takes the damn Nux and punches Sarge on the outside. <laughs> Just punches him. Knocks him out. See you later.
1: And then it's Goldberg with the Nux. Gets a two. And then Baggy climbs up to the second row, pits a blockbuster on Goldberg. He was clearly trying to hit Goldberg. And he acts with like he's it. pissed,
0: right? But he acts like he's pissed, and then he rolls out and starts wailing away on Sarge.
1: I mean, is this is this going to be it for Bill? He gets, uh, you know, Luger signaling for that torture rack. That'd be quite an accolade for for Luger. So yeah, on the outside, yeah. uh, Bagwell's just doing a number on Sarge. Meanwhile, Goldberg gets a strange looking maneuver on Luger, followed by a spear. Points to the sky is Sabu style. You see that?
0: Yeah, I did see that, but not for distraction.
1: Three count, and the streak is still alive. So Buffy bags. He lines up and nails Bill with the chair several more times. We probably got 30 chair shots in this show. A little excessive. Buffy laughs and dances, and the booze rain down on the buff daddy. Buddy Lee Parker turned out to be a kind of a useless ally out there. Yeah, really not a helpful. Goldie grabs a kid and heads up the ramp. Must be his kid, right? You can't just take No Kid. They, they, they said, they said, well, no,
0: you probably shouldn't. That's kidnapping, but, uh, you then your phone you gets hit with an amber alert. But, uh, you know, what, uh, what, what it is is, uh, they said it. It's like, that's the child oh, that he met okay. on Mori Povich.
1: Like he, yeah, he is is like, a, it's like, like a make-a-wish kid or something
0: like that. You can, not, I don't think it was a. he is the father of Ma- Maury P- Povich. That would be fucking great if it was a Maury Povich he's the father episode. And like, yep, this is your make-a-wish kid. <laughs> he's like, that ain't my baby. <laughs> that would have been pretty golden. Man. I mean, comical at least. And then he'd be like, oh, pointing to women at the crowd, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: man. I figured you would have been turned off by this, this match straight away because both guys were wearing black trunks. Right, it kind of matched. Yeah, yeah, nothing special, you know. It's just uh, we're we're to the main event, man. We're almost there. Scotty Steiner,
0: defend
1: that title against Sid. Straight (laughs) to the O for that big O later on. Sid's just in the way. Yep. Yeah, yes. Would you just would you just quit, Sid? I gotta go. Fuck. <laughs> Who fucking? We haven't seen Sid in a while. Kind of nice to see him. He's got weird gear. But yeah. What do you think? think it was it? long tights. Yeah. Never seen him in. Long I kind of you know before. I,
0: I kind of liked it because you and he's usually just standard black trunks, black boots, black knee pads, right? But these long tights, man. I gotta say, they look pretty badass. I like Alex did get the title rad.
1: shot because way back in the day, before he took a leave of absence, he never lost the title. If you'll recall, or that infamous yeah. reboot where he yeah. had to relinquish the belt. So, yeah, the freaks got the pole, and they both got the chainmail <laughs> rocking. Scotty's wearing some purple trunks. Was it purple? I said it were like uh like maybe a lavender maybe, uh, violet. Or like maybe okay. a light plum. Probably one of them violet, yeah. 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 And the Millennium Man. So Sid, he gets off to a good start here. Gets some clotheslines, big side suplex. Goes up for the ten count. I always like the ten count. I mean, he's showing off that power and size, and if, you know, Scotty Steiner's to believe, size matters. So Scotty then gets the upper hand, takes a moment to yell at the audience, which I, I enjoy seeing that. I don't know. Because he was a believable lunatic. Yeah. Like, you could, yeah, he'd, you know, he seemed like the kind of guy that would, uh, he pulled it off well, in my opinion, the, the unhinged guy. Yeah, he's not the kind of he's not the kind of guy
0: you're going to invite over to watch movie. This
1: is the movie. same guy that on the mic was talking about tuning it you should go tune into Stone Cold Steve Austin cuz WCW sucks. Ballsy guy. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean that's not. He you know, wasn't wrong. How you put yeah. your show but No so, bad idea. I mean, what do you got here, man? We got a test of strength for probably the first time this season.
0: Yeah, Test of Strength was nice to see. I, I like that. Uh, you know, they, they work out of that. Then uh, uh-huh. the freak's got the pipe, which is, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Over the big O. Uh, and then uh, while they're on the outside, Steiner quite audibly yells at a fan and he says, Fuck you. you. That's uh, you're not supposed to say that to your fans, especially you know, that's just not acceptable. I mean, maybe it's on pay per view, so it's okay, but nah, that's probably not good. Uh, they get into a, they work into a recliner. She so grabs the ropes. Uh, there's a suplex, and then there's another fucking recliner again. The freak jumps up on top. It was, it's always nice to see a flying freak. But she hits Steiner, which he's probably okay with, right? Right, so you're talking about a top rope splash from a freak <laughs> Going for the big O <laughs> Works for me uh, Choke slam for two Clutch slam I mean, Pop ends up punching the ref The freak up Double Pop J, gets of with course. The pipe Double J's out Double J hits Pop with the with the fucking guitar on and Oh shit, Pop it plow, kick to the ding ding by pop and then into a recliner and pop wins. So The Freaks already
1: uh, out there. I don't think Double J needed to come out there.
0: Double J didn't need to be out there. You didn't need like as much as I love the Narge plows, the kicks to the ding dings, right? The the pinois punches, the Jenny's jabs, you name it. I'm usually a fan of it, but mm. there can be too much. Right, there can just be too much, and this was too much from start to bottom of the card. It's probably set the the record for most nut shots in a in a show. They were cheap. I bet it's not even close. And then you hit mul- multiple ones in the main event. It just it's it's too much. <laughs> Um, the match itself, like I think I thought Sid was looking pretty decent. Like I-, I didn't mind Sid. Like he seemed to be moving well. He seemed to be working well. Uh it seems like him and Steiner have a decent amount of chemistry. So why don't they yeah. just let me have a fucking match? Right? This is this is Starcade. Just let me have a match with the real yeah, like a real were, clean we're all right finish a winner. I mean,
1: you, you don't see you don't ever see Sid getting tossed around like this, you know. That was something new. The big papa showing why he's the big papa, you know. I'm gonna mention it again because I love the spot. It's this. It's very stupid. But he when he goes for a pin and then jumps off him and does push-ups instead, <laughs> instead of doing the pin. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. I know. I, I, I know you like it. And actually, but, uh, I don't mind that spot either. What do, I think, what do it's you kind think of comical. Steiner?
1: Is is he a guy that can carry a company? No. No. God, no.
0: No, he is upper United States, he's the United States champion, world champion contender, but you don't, you don't strap him with the company. No, 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 no. Bad, bad. Not like, not the the guy who's going to yell, fuck you at fans, and his promo is going for the big O like that. No, not cool. I don't think you strap, I don't think you strap the rocket to him. I don't. I'd, is he entertaining? Sure. But he is definitely entertaining. And like, uh, think about it. Think. Of, stay with me now. You want Hugh as a United States champion? Or you want Scotty Steiner yeah, as started. United States champion? Right. So, and then you look at your world championship, right? And I think if you would have swapped those two out and put franchise and Sid... Or give me franchise and Lance, Lance and Sid in a match. I think would be would be great. Like there's there's so many other combinations here that would have worked better for me. Even though, like I say, I think that these two guys worked well. If there was if this was a clean match, I think I would have liked it a lot more. But the way that it was, I thought it was. All right, fucking another miserable. one in the books, man. Show of the year. Uh, I was trying to remember what was the worst show of all time. Was that Slambari?
1: I'm pretty sure you've. Declared several of these shows the worst one of all time. Uh, Sold Out was very bad. Slam was when uh, Arquette won the title. Also bad. Bash at the Beach was pretty bad. That was when. Yeah. Bash at the Beach was really funny. Uncensored was kind of funny with Hulkster talking about eating people's asses all night. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good.
0: Uh, this man, this sucked, man. This sucked. Everything about this sucked. The only like, the only redeeming quality of the good. show was Gene, probably. Yeah, but that was it. There were some spots here and there throughout the card that were enjoyable, but I did like for the that part, that sucked. they built
1: in the opening match.
0: That was good. Yeah, that that part was fun, but like overall. There wasn't like there wasn't like a match you point to and go, man, right. what a great match! Not one. There wasn't a finish in this card that you went, man. You know, the match was kind of so-so, but what a great finish! There, there's none of those qualities on anything of this card. So this is not only the worst Starcade of all time. This is one of the worst cards uh, I've ever sat through.
1: I don't think we had a clean finish here in the Insiders no. match the insiders won I guess but there was still outside interference mm-hmm
0: so, right the only thing that you could qualify as a clean finish was in the opening but that was still kind of fucky because both guys grabbed the contract
1: yeah you, you got Bam Bam falling yeah, through the shit, man bad no, probably the
0: worst probably the worst show I've ever keep coming seen. man yeah,
1: I yeah. It? well
0: I got the next one up man so, so we're moving on to C, See Duke's favorite C in his fucking. Uh, we're going to have Chavo against Shane Helms for the cruiserweight. We're going to have Big Vito against Reno in a singles match.
1: And a tag match, I guess. I, you're never going to guess who's facing um, him. Double J and Sid against uh, Rick Steiner and Chucky.
0: No, that's interesting pairing, though. Uh, we're going to have the Young Dragons against Evan Courageous and Jamie Noble. <laughs> Playing quarterback. I think Evan Evan fucked my sister. I'm still going to tag with him because I think he's a nice guy. He was a pretty good quarterback. He played North Cackalacky. Got Cackalacki. the I got the honeys. Yeah, Evan, you told me you got all these honeys. I wish you'd share a honey with me. Not my sister, please. So then you got... uh, Oh, fuck. I hit a button. Hold on. Got it. Uh, You got Mike Sanders against Ernest the Cat Millar. Uh, Team Canada is going to face off against the Filthy Animals in a penalty, penalty box match. All right. No idea what that is. Going to have a hardcore championship match with Minger, Terry Funk, and Crowbar. That should be interesting. Got a WCW Tag Team Championship match. Can you guess who's facing who in the WCW Tag Team Team Championship match?
1: match? Three in a row. You got it. Motherfucker. We got another Scotty Steiner and Sid. Uh, uh. Oh, wait,
0: no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's the Plumber and O'Hare. So no meat. So it's not the perfect event anymore, I guess. I don't know. Uh, first blood chain match. So we're going to have another one of those. <laughs> Got uh, franchise again. direction. Yeah. Yeah, that was Chronic and the Harris boys. We want this to be a first blood biker chain match.
1: <laughs> shit.
0: Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to be so happy when this shit is done. Uh, you got uh, totally buffed. Well, That's uh, Lex Luger, a buff Bagwell. And a no DQ match against Goldberg and his buddy Sarge, Dwayne Bruce. You think they called Dwayne Bruce Dewey? Probably. Or Wayne. Dewey or Dewey Bruce? Yeah. And then in a four-corners match for the world heavyweight title, Scott Steiner, accompanied with Medejo, will go up against Jeff Jarrett, Sid Vicious, and... Have you, do you know what the answer is? Do you know who the third guy in this matches? We got match a mystery
1: is? guy. Or the fourth guy, my bad. He's bet. a mystery man until he shows up
0: and unmasked. Yeah. So it's... A four quarters match for the WCW World Heavyweight Title, champion Scott Steiner, with his favorite freak Medesha, take on Double J Jeff Jarrett, Sid Vicious, and a mystery opponent. Welcome to WCW
1: Sin. Ooh, fuck fucking! What do you think of the card, man? <laughs> it's more of <or> the same. <laughs> I already don't like it, so
0: I- yeah, it's it's just I'm um, fuck man. We got three more. We got three more to go, and I this will be as happy as I've been in probably the last thirty years. We'll give
1: you a little preview <laughs> on that. That main event is a terrible main event with a pretty pretty gruesome scene at the end. The match is awful. Oh, it's, see ya. but I mean that's nothing new. That's nothing new.
0: No, it's it's fucking not, man. I like I I just it's been fucking entertaining to watch this shit, but I'm gonna be so happy when we're when we're done. I'm gonna be so happy. I can't name one of these events so that I want to go back
1: and watch. I took a little vacation from this stuff. Got it. Right? And I tuned into some Federation programming mm-hmm. for back in the day. Don't even remember exactly what it was, but mm-hmm. I was just struck at how like yeah. good it looks. And it's like together, right? They're putting on a show, right? right? (laughs) People know what's going on, right? The camera's good. It's just yeah, yeah. You 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 realize how much of a shambles WCW was when you when you watch what Vince was doing, you know.
0: And you could take you could take the federation from any time period and put it up against WCW at this time, and it's like WCW are watching a first grade play versus <laughs> WWF is a Broadway production. It's so fucking insane that
1: like how bad. That's it is. enough, man. Oh, That's I'm enough. Bag. That's all for me this time. Ooh, handsome. Seven.
0: Slide one in. There.